the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to Love Never Fails Radio. Love Never Fails. Inviting you to join in the fight for love. There are millions of people who are trapped in modern day slavery. Take a stand to do something against this injustice. Join the fight against human trafficking. If you truly love, set the captives captives free. Each week, this program sheds light on the needs of vulnerable people in our community who are impacted by human trafficking, homelessness, addiction, and abuse, and celebrates the work of those who are meeting them right where they are and expressing to them that they are precious, valued, and loved. Our goal is to see this radio audience move to compassion demonstrated in acts of service, generosity, and gifts of time. Give up a chance. Give up your heart. Love never fails. Now here's the host of Love Never Fails Radio, founder and executive director of Love Never Fails, Vanessa Russell. Thanks and welcome to Love Never Fails Radio. We are in the studio today with a new friend, uh, uh, just a wonderful woman that I've met over the last year during the pandemic. See, great things do happen during a pandemic. (laughs) Um, I am so grateful to have on the show Tiffany Schmitz, who is a native of San Francisco and currently part of the sales organization at Twilio. Um, She's been working hard in the world of technology and real estate for the last seven years. San Francisco native, driving change and equity within the technology space has really been a priority for Tiffany and the main driver in her career. Um, She began her career in residential real estate and eventually transitioned into tech sales and never looked back. And her areas of expertise include IT, uh, startups, mentoring, telecommunications, biz dev, account management, marketing, sales, and again, real residential real estate. She is also a newly appointed advisory board member for the Love Never Fails advisory board. So we are grateful to have you on the show, Tiffany. Welcome. Thank you so much, Vanessa. I'm excited to be here. And it's been such an honor to be a part of Love Never Fails and the work that you're doing in the Bay Area and the lives that you're touching. Wonderful. Yeah. So it's been so so the way that I don't remember how we connected, but I just know that I kept getting reports from one of our survivor leaders who was running our outdoor summer marketplace. Um, And she said, there's this wonderful woman that keeps showing up and just loving on us and caring for us. And she's so encouraging. And sometimes she brings lunch and Gosh, she's just so amazing. And I said, I got to meet this person. And then you and I met and, and, and hit it off immediately. And so, Tiffany, how did we get connected? You know, what's really um, funny and, and interesting about that question, Vanessa, is, um, you know, I don't want to say anything happens by chance, but I became passionate um, about this this issue specifically human trafficking and 
it got to the point where, um, you know, this is happening right under our noses Mm -hmm. here in a place like San Francisco in the Bay Area. And I grew up here. So um, I've seen, you know, personally, the impact, um, you know, on on close friends and, um, you know, even myself, I I had a close run in um, and I I started researching this issue and organizations in the Bay Area that are actually having an impact. And um, I I wanted to see the variety of work different organizations are doing. So um, it started with a Google search and then saw that you guys really have you know, your hands in a lot of different areas. You're not only, you know, working with the survivors, but you're working on prevention and partnering with local IT communities and churches. So I just, I loved the wide range of services and and just ways that you're working on this issue um, and felt like, you know, there was no choice but to get involved um, and to do something about this. Yes, yes, I do. Re- I remember you sharing that you did see that. That's right through the Google search. Wow, that's a that's an awesome find. I think that's just great, and um, you know, uh, I love it when it works out like that. I've had a couple other folks that are just uh, near and dear to my heart that um, came in that way. And I always just think that that's like a divine appointment. So mm-hmm. um, thank you. Uh, thank you so much for all that you've been doing and that we will do in the future. So tell me why, you know, like you said, this is happening under our noses. Like um, j- just, just for the listening audience, you know, e- even this past week, I I've had some deep times of reflection and prayer um, where I have looked at some of the things that are happening with our laws. I just saw a letter that came out from um, the National Missing, Missing and Exploited Children's um, uh, NICMIC um, organization, and they posted something uh, that was a plea uh, to all of us to write a letter to the American Law Institute just saying, please, um, stop this kind of movement where we're taking away all of these codes that protect vulnerable children, where we're, where we're removing a lot of the protections from children, from, uh, from pedophilia, from, you know, child abuse, from uh, online um, uh, recruiting and from human trafficking. And it's all very much intertwined oh, yeah. and it's all, you know, for me, the more I, I, I kind of look under the covers, Tiffany, the more I realize it's really bad what's happening here. Mm-hmm. And did you have a moment like that that made you passionate about fighting against human trafficking or what's brought you to this? Yeah, good question, Vanessa. Um, ultimately, you know, I I know it was God and Personally, I mentioned, you know, I had a close run in with this issue myself Mm -hmm. and um, I'll be completely frank. uh, I was I was young at the time. I was in high school, you know, just being a kid, hanging out with my friends. And there was one time in middle school where 
you know, my friend and I, um, another young girl, we were going to meet one of our other friends just down the block from where she lives in San Francisco, Glen Park, great neighborhood. Um, and, you know, we were just walking very innocent at that age. You know, you don't expect anything bad to happen when you're just out in the middle of the day. Um, a car starts following us and it got to the point where my friend had asthma. So we ran, we tried to run back to her house. This car was following us and we had to hide, you know, she was behind another car. I was behind another car. Thank God the guy didn't see us and just kept going. But that kind of opened my eyes to, you know, the world and how, how unforgiving um, it can be. But, you know, at that time, middle school, you don't understand fully the context, right, of what's Mm -hmm. happening. Mm -hmm. But I had another close call actually in high school. And this was actually the scariest one um, of my life. I was with friends. um, You know, I had a car at that time. So I wasn't taking public transit or, you know, just out very much. Um, So I was at a friend's house walking back to my car. It was the evening and, um, you know, a car tinted windows kind of starts slowing down as I'm walking to my car. And um, from there, you know, it got to the point where I was, I, I realized, okay, you know, something's going on here. So ran in the opposite direction. The guy actually gets out of the car and starts looking for me, running after me. And I, I had to hide in bushes. And I see this man, the, the figure, you know, looking in the bushes for me. And it wasn't until just, you know, years later that I realized what could have actually happened. And I had a moment of reflection and I just thought, you know, God saved me, but who knows if another girl was abducted by this person. And when, when the weight of that hit me, Vanessa, I just realized, you know, God spared me for a reason and I have to do something. I have to, there's no choice. Um, Mm. So that really, I think realizing how that could have turned out Mm. uh, was my wake up call. Yes. Wow. And boy, have I had many experiences like that as well. I think that um, so scary and, and yet so clear that it only takes one second for you to understand firsthand the experiences of these beautiful people that we serve that didn't deserve to be treated like that. Um, I mean, it's just hard to accept that someone, you know, usually more, more often than not a, a woman can get abducted off the street just like that mm-hmm. against her will. Yeah. I just, it, I can't, it's hard for me to accept that, you know? Mm-hmm. I know. Yeah. And, and, and still walk the streets with that sense of calm and peace that we should all be able to walk with. Yeah. Mm -hmm. All right. Well, we'll, we will, um, we will take a break and we're going to come back and talk a little bit about some of the things that you have been doing with Love Never Fails, uh, over the last year here. And, and then some of the things that we're hopeful for in the future. So we'll come right back. And thanks for listening to Love Never Fails Radio. For more information on this program, visit loveneverfailsus.com. That's loveneverfailsus.com. 
We'll be right back with more right after these messages. Trash bills weighing you down? At Case Industries, we specialize in lowering waste costs and providing trash consolidation and compaction services for multifamily properties, condos, and commercial shopping centers. Let us help you reduce operating expenses and increase property NOI. Case Industries, saving the planet, saving you money. Contact us today for a property trash and recycling assessment online at caseindustries.us or call 510-566-4223. That's caseindustries.us or call 510-566-4223. Case Industries, the property manager's friend. Hi, I'm Sandra Herrera, CEO of Case Industries. I've found that many employers are looking for ways to help the community but don't know how. I encourage you to consider supporting Love Never Fails as a corporate sponsor. Love Never Fails offers all the resources necessary to help young women and men overcome the trauma of exploitation and abuse. And that's why I'm proud to have Case Industries supporting Love Never Fails Radio. Welcome back to Love Never Fails Radio, where you are invited to turn your compassion into action and love those in your midst. Now, here's the host of Love Never Fails Radio, Vanessa Russell. All right. Well, thank you. And welcome back to Love Never Fails Radio. We again are in the studio with Tiffany Schmitz, who is a native of San Francisco, a member of the Twilio Sales Organization, and also a Love Never Fails Advisory Board member. We're just talking about how does one get kind of collide with this thing called human trafficking and why you know why get involved with it it's such a heavy topic and so thank you so much tiffany for sharing your own personal experience and really revealing the vulnerability that we many of us have just for being women um just for being young just for being maybe living in a neighborhood where you know um, isn't it's not always the safest neighborhood. Maybe it is safe, but you just happen to be walking by the wrong car at the wrong time. And um, and and I think vulnerabilities are um, they're interesting, right? There's lots of things that make us vulnerable: our gender, our race, our social economic status, our level of education, whether we've been abused in the past, our, our feeling other, you know, maybe, maybe people in our community that are LGBTQ plus people who are, uh, you know, consider themselves to be too something, too big, too small, too short, too tall. Uh, all of those things are areas that someone can prey on you and they can say, hey, I accept you as you are. I, you know, and and use that as a tool to groom you for something that you have no idea will happen. Um, And so we are in a time where, especially during the pandemic, where so many people are vulnerable. And I want to touch on that. You know, we we started we did an outdoor uh, marketplace during the summer, which you had, you know, opportunity to participate in as a volunteer and. And part of the, you know, obviously we were selling our, some of our things that are donated to us. And, uh, but part of what we were out there doing is just connecting with the community in a cherry land, um, in the Hayward area, uh, cherry land district is the most impoverished district in Alameda County. And so people usually, people don't know that, right. They often think, oh no, it's, it's Oakland. It's, um, you know, it's it's somewhere else. Well, no, it's actually in the Cherryland District in Hayward. Um, fifty five percent Latino. Um, lots of undocumented, 
And being undocumented means that you don't have access to benefits. It means that you can't work on over the table. It means I, it's it's really quite um I'm becoming more and more um, concerned with it because, um, for example, I have two students in my IT biz classes right now. They're amazing. They're so awesome. And um, they're about to graduate in two weeks. They have done so they work so hard to finish their IT training and neither of them can get a job. Neither of them can work. And yet they've done all the work but they don't have social security numbers, so they can't work. So this is a tough one, right? Mm-hmm. Um, what are your thoughts on that, Tiffany? As you, you know, you're from San Francisco Sanctuary City. Um, mm-hmm. The vulnerability, you know, where, where a family of four in San Francisco needs to be making over $100,000 a year to be considered not living in poverty. Mm-hmm. I mean... Kind of mind blowing, just you know, even for for just you know you and I, um, that's it's just kind of kind of crazy. And um, this this question actually is is personal because um, my grandma actually immigrated here from Guatemala, and she has stories, you know, about how she started here and um, how much of a sacrifice it was. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's, it's, it's really challenging that in such a progressive place like San Francisco, you know, in California specifically, you can have students that work so hard, many times harder, you know, than, than students with social security numbers, and they're not able to to find um, stable, steady jobs with income. And I think that's, you know, part of the, the root cause of the issues that you're working on, Vanessa, is, mm-hmm. is figuring out a way to bridge these, um, you know, the solution to some of these fundamental issues. Um, and I think, you know, you mentioned this earlier, they are all intertwined, right? Mm-hmm. It's, um, it all you know, is, is absolutely connected. Um, and I think until we have places, um, you know, the more forward thinking states that come up with long-term solutions for these problems, um, it's, it's going to be very challenging to, to address things like human trafficking, like poverty, um, when you have, you know, the students who are willing to put in the work, yet they can't get the, the same opportunities. Yeah. Yeah. One of the, the cases that, that just is, um, I could cry right now just thinking about it because it's just so wrong. Um, the husband is a U.S. citizen. The wife has not re- yet received her papers, so she's not. Her children have been raised here. She's undocumented. She has no social. And he's abusing her. So she needs to leave him. But now she's in a domestic violence situation. But now she doesn't have she doesn't have housing because he's refusing to leave the home because he's like, I'm the one in control. You need the housing. You need the green card. You can deal with the beatings. 
You can deal with the alcoholism. You can deal with the abuse. And she's like, no, I'm not going to deal with that. So she left. I don't know where she is. I don't know where she's living, um, but she's couch surfing or whatever with her kids, small children. No social. Can't get a job. So she's doing a bunch of stuff under the table to make ends meet. But like, what do you do? And, you know, it's like it's so. So. um, Just so wrong on so many levels that we can't figure out a way to. This is somebody who's working so hard to get into get a job in the IT world is who deserves it. She can't get it. She doesn't have social. She doesn't have a spot. She doesn't have the money to sponsor her because she doesn't have the spouse. She's on sleeping on couches with her little little children. So it's. It's these are the situations where like sometimes we think about, you know, we we get really in our positions about certain causes or certain things. But when we put flesh and bones on the thing, Mm. that's when we see the humanity of these situations. This isn't about, you know, it's not about all the politics and stuff. It's about the person. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So when we come back, I want to talk to you about how do you think, you know, from a tech, you're in tech sales, right? And we, we are, um, we are um, trying to develop our students in our IT academy for roles in, in the tech world, tech engineering, tech project management, sales, and customer service. What do you think about that, right? What is the, what is the viability of doing something like that based on what you've seen you know, as a as a woman, as a woman of color in this industry. I want to hear hear your perspective, Tiffany, when we come back. And thank you so much for listening to Love Never Fails Radio. To join in the fight for love, visit loveneverfailsus.com. Don't go away. Love Never Fails Radio will return right after these messages from our sponsors. This is Dr. Miluna Fausch. I am honored to serve on the advisory board of Love Never Fails, where each voice matters as lives are restored. Thank you for your support. Let's face it, you are making a pitch for something every day. Your verbal communication skills are the key to your professional and personal success. My company, Pitch Perfect Presentations, trains executives, management teams, and startups in delivering consistent, effective, engaging presentations to today's diverse audiences to rev up sales, attract clients and fans, and secure funding. Visit PitchPerfectPresentations.com to schedule your complimentary strategy call with me today. That's PitchPerfectPresentations.com, PitchPerfectPresentations.com. Welcome back to Love Never Fails Radio, where you are invited to turn your compassion into action and love those in your midst. Now, here's the host of Love Never Fails Radio, Vanessa Russell. And welcome back to Love Never Fails Radio. We again are in the studio today with Tiffany Schmitz, who's a native of San Francisco. She's also a member of the sales organization at Twilio and, and Love Never Fails advisory board member volunteering with us 
is doing a variety of really great things with us. We're so grateful for you, Tiffany. So, so tell me, what are your thoughts? So we are, as I mentioned during the, before the break, we are um, nearing the end, three weeks away from graduating 62 individuals from across the Bay Area that are interested in moving into a uh, tech sales role, an SDR role, um, sales development role, um, SDR, and uh, a, or a a technical engineering or help desk technician type role. That's one. That's the second pathway. Third pathway is project management, and fourth is customer service. What are your thoughts about that? You know, I've I've experienced. You know, as you know, I've been in the industry for twenty plus years, and um, I'm I'm. I'm seeing some open doors and some closed doors. And what are your thoughts? Yeah, it's, um, it's, you know, a a pretty, it's, it's a big question um, because there are just so many layers to it. And, you know, you've experienced it yourself, Vanessa, just being, you know, one, a woman, to a woman of color in the tech industry. And I think it's exciting to see all the strides that, the tech community is making towards uh, DEI initiatives and really, you know, moving our communities forward and making a conscious effort to do that. Um, But, you know, there, there's a lot of work to be done. And I think a lot of um, the challenges, you know, because everyone says it's more challenging as, you know, a person of color, um, a woman in, in IT to to last, you know, and, and be successful. And I think there are a few reasons for that. I think, um, you know, one is culturally, right? I think mm-hmm. the more, the more um, people of color that you promote, um, you know, into leadership positions, um, you know, obviously with, with merit, I think that is such a huge opportunity to really um, drive, drive this forward um, right out the gates. Cause I can just tell you from interviewing at many companies, when I interview with someone I can relate to and just you connect with, I think there's something that comes with that um, mm-hmm. culturally. And, um, and I, I have seen firsthand that, you know, there's um there's just kind of a gap in in the opportunities that a lot of young people get just you know unfortunately based on background resources i know that when i started my career in it and in tech honestly for me one huge gap was interviewing and looking back, I see how much, you know, compassion and, you know, how understanding my interviewers were. They saw this, that I had the skills and they could see, you know, that um, how how hard I had worked for it. And just, you know, due to background and just differences in culture, I didn't interview like someone else, you know, in my position would have. Um, but they were you know, they saw past that and saw that, um, the hard work and, uh, the the underlying skills, um, behind it. So I just think it's, it's important to invest in the communities, um, really making sure that candidates feel supported, um, and, 
you know, feel like there's, um, you know, merit behind the decision because (laughs) these candidates are just as, if not more qualified than someone from a four year, you know, and many times, many cases they'll work harder because of the tough upbringing they may have had. Um, And that has definitely been the case, you know, for me and you've mentioned for you as well, Vanessa, I think Mm -hmm. it makes you want it that much more. Um, So I think if, there are ways that you can measure both the hard and soft traits needed in these skills. But the interview process current, you know, in place today is just, I feel like there are a lot of gaps through that. That's interesting. Um, Yeah. We're doing mock interviews with our our candidates. Right. And, and we're trying to get everyone rehearsed and ready for the, the different ways that a conversation can go. And um, like maybe you could provide um, Tiffany, if you can think of when you said you had these gaps, like what was it specifically? Was it just small talk? Was it like like was it them asking about gaps in your resume that you couldn't explain or, um, you know, something that you were personally passionate about that you were afraid to share or what like what was it that made the interview difficult for you? You know, it's funny. Yeah, I would say part of it is the small talk, you know, because I would work, you know, so hard if, you know, much harder in some cases than other candidates. And because my background was so different from an executive interviewing me, that could be enough to not get a role. Um, yeah. So they'd be so, looking for like a certain kind of school or like, what, what do you think that they would be looking for on your resume that you you think might've been missing? You know, I think part of it, um, part of it could be subconscious, mm. you know, you kind of like people who are similar to you and mm. when you have kind of one mold in places of leadership, in executive IT positions, naturally, you're going to keep hiring similar people, right? So it takes a conscious effort to focus more on, okay, what is needed for this role? Does this person meet these requirements? What do they have grit? You know, how hard are they willing to work for this? I think it's really important, whatever, you know, a candidate may not... um, may not have in one area, it's important to just keep in mind um, the goals of the company, of the role and your own personal biases, um, you know, a little bit more um, secondary. Yeah. So I I couldn't agree with you more. A lot of it is cycle. It's interesting. I, I remember uh, my husband saying to me, I'd say, um, we're going to go to a dinner, honey. And, um, I just want you to know, it's probably going to be really awkward. Um, but you know, I, I need you to come and, you know, I don't think the people like me very much and, but I got to show face and, you know, I'd say these kind of things to him and then we'd get at the, get to the dinner and he'd be like, these people love you. Like, they think you're amazing. Like, why would you say that? And I realized that I had this narrative going on in my head. Um, 
And I'm not saying this to um, cancel out that there are really times when, you know, you are being isolated or that you are, you know, you're being left out. But I had like this preconceived notion, even in my head, that I was not going to be accepted Mm -hmm. because I'm different, because I didn't I don't know what country club you were raised in or whatever. I had my own biases that I was dealing with that were hindering me. I mean, I, I, I'm a great actress, so I can, I can, you know, fake it till I make it, but I, I wasn't allowing those deeper relationships to form because I just felt like once you figure out who I am, you're not going to want to be around me anymore. Is that real for you, Tiffany? Does that, does that hold true for you? Oh yeah. Thousand percent, thousand percent, you know, and that goes both ways, right? Just, like someone interviewing you can have their own opinions and, you know, personal biases based on their background. We go into it with that too. So that's definitely, you know, rung true for me. Hmm. It's interesting because sometimes we can be our own worst enemy. And at the same time, then there are these other people that reinforce some of these negative perceptions and it makes it difficult. Well, okay. We're going to take a quick uh, break. I want to come back and talk about, um, just the issue of human trafficking and how, you know, the tech industry can begin to make a difference um, and, and, and hopefully solve some of the issues that we're seeing today. All right, we'll be right back. And thank you for listening to Love Never Fails Radio. For more information on this program, visit loveneverfailsus.com. That's loveneverfailsus.com. We'll be right back with more right after these messages. Trash bills weighing you down? At Case Industries, we specialize in lowering waste costs and providing trash consolidation and compaction services for multifamily properties, condos, and commercial shopping centers. Let us help you reduce operating expenses and increase property NOI. Case Industries, saving the planet, saving you money. Contact us today for a property trash and recycling assessment online at caseindustries.us or call 510-566-4223. That's caseindustries.us or call 510-566-4223. Case Industries, the property manager's friend. Hi, I'm Sandra Herrera, CEO of Case Industries. I've found that many employers are looking for ways to help the community but don't know how. I encourage you to consider supporting Love Never Fails as a corporate sponsor. Love Never Fails offers all the resources necessary to help young women and men overcome the trauma of exploitation and abuse. And that's why I'm proud to have Case Industries supporting Love Never Fails Radio. Welcome back to Love Never Fails Radio, where you are invited to turn your compassion into action and love those in your midst. Now, here's the host of Love Never Fails Radio, Vanessa Russell. And welcome back to Love Never Fails Radio. We again are in the studio today with Tiffany Schmitz, who um, has just been kind of filling us in on her perspective on this thing called human trafficking and also some of the prevention strategies that we have underway, like our IT Biz Academy. And so um, we, I want to talk a little bit about the things that are going on in the tech industry um, to try and solve some of the issues that we're seeing. Um, you know, we, we see certainly tech being used in a, per, a very, hor- in a horrendous way, uh, right. To de- deliver up, um, uh, uh, you know, things like Pornhub, right. 
and OnlyFans, right, where you have these platforms that are being accessed to view um, what seems like just pornography. But we're finding out, like in the case of Pornhub, there were 118 cases of rape and child abuse that were on display on a video that were being watched upwards of hundreds of thousands of times by people. And um, one case in particular, Rose Kalimba, who was 14 years old, who was her video was viewed 400,000 times before it was taken down and she was being raped at the age of 14. Just horrible. Right. So we have some of that going on. And then we have other things going on. Um, there's an, another nonprofit called Thorn that has um, developed a um, it's uh, the the. It was uh, founded by Ashton Kutcher and it's um, they're in partnership with Nick Mick and they do a lot of work to do racial recognition. I mean, not racial, facial recognition um, uh, of victims that are missing. Right. So try to find people that are missing through facial recognition software. Um, there is uh, Marinus uh, Analytics that has a tool that they're used to also try to find online ads of uh, missing children. Um, so there's there's different players out there that are trying to do um, good work with the technology. There's also another nonprofit, Exodus Cry, that is doing some great work around putting some structures in place for protecting um, children from being displayed in some of these uh, on some of these pornographic platforms. Um, what are your thoughts about Tech for good, tech for bad. Um, mm-hmm. What is our responsibility? What is our social responsibility as members of the tech community to make sure that the tech, you know, that that the internet is a safe place for children to to uh, to play, mm-hmm. to learn, to live in certain portions of their life. What are your thoughts on that? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's just pretty amazing to see how fast um, things have changed, right? You know, we had Facebook um, when I was high school, college, and now we're into TikTok, you know, and it seems like every couple of years or so, there's a new app or something that comes out that um, everyone's using. And with that, you know, there's... Um, obviously bad characters. Um, I kind of see this as um, a personal responsibility, right? I think anything has the potential to be used for good um, or for bad. And it's important to make it, it starts with us personally um, and how our presence online um what what impact that'll have what are we willing to highlight what are the things we're willing to talk about the posts we're willing to like and reshare and i think you know it impacts um your your circle of influence your network more than you even realize cuz i just think there are so many you know and it's it's great you know it's i think overall Tech has has made amazing strides, mm-hmm. but like any good thing, there you know there are people who will um, will use it for bad um, and and 
purposes that it wasn't intended for. So I think that's why it's it's even more critical to have a powerful, positive presence on these platforms, because there just isn't really enough of that um, on any app, social media site that you see. Um, And just people, I think when you look at the reasons why they spend so much time on social media, so much time on these apps, scrolling, liking, posting, you know, looking for likes. What is the reason for that? I think part of it is it's made people feel a lot more empty and lonely. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I think um, people are looking for truth in a lot of ways, or in some cases to distract them from the truth. But I think it's, it's so important to, you know, have um, kind of know your own boundaries, right? Mm-hmm. I think bec- going back to how it can be used for bad, making sure it doesn't have a negative influence on you, on you personally. For me, you know, I had to delete certain social media sites because I was just spending way too much time on them and, and it was mm-hmm. having a negative impact on me, um, you know, in my personal, um, personal life. So there are certain ones that I have to limit my usage on. Uh, mm-hmm. but yeah, I think the ones that I'm on, you know, I am very firm and, you know, very true to my beliefs and convictions. Yeah, no, it's true. I, um, I, gosh, there was a, a couple of articles, um, that were very alarming. One um, that was about Facebook and it showed that it was the number one way that girls are being recruited into human trafficking. And then there was another article and I hope I'm not misquoting, but it said had something like 550 um, either pornographic, exploitative uh, ads running uh, for young people on TikTok. And so um, we know that there are these um, there are these engines that are taking advantage of, you know, I, you know, I'm not saying that that's part of Facebook's strategy or TikTok strategy. I know Apple and Google, they have stores with apps in them. And I've looked at some of those apps and I'm like, what the heck are these apps? Right. Mm-hmm. And um, and I I mean, I've actually filed um, open cases for these apps. Some of the apps are like one of them is four years old and it's called virtual boyfriend. And, you know, and it's for four year olds. And it's like, why would a four year old need an app that teaches them how to correspond in a romantic way with a bot? They say it's a bot. But for me, it could be someone harvesting information about a small child and their likes, their vulnerabilities. It's just like uh, that's a bad practice, like Mm -hmm. across the board. Why would we why would we like why would we do that? Right. That just doesn't make sense. And so I think it starts to just get to this place where we as a tech community gets need to get together and have a talk about like, what is going to be our moral code here? Like, you know, what's okay to, to, we understand freedom, got it. How can we make sure that people who are not mentally able to process these kind of messages, right. um, Are not indoctrinated with a bunch of sexual messages and, and like, destructive messages. Um, one of the apps that I found said um, it was all about committing suicide. Why would you te- Why would you have an app that 
like helps you plan out your death mm-hmm. and put okay. a timeline on your, I mean, there was literally a timer on your, on like how long you were going to live. It doesn't make sense. Right. Yeah. So anyway, um, we, we got a lot of work to do. I know people are trying, but gosh, Tiffany, we got oh, a lot no, there of work need, to do. Hands down, they're, you know, for the bad things that are out there and the bad actors, there's a level of accountability, right? That yeah. these platforms have. And you can't really, you know, trust each individual one to audit. Um, I think if there was some way to have a third party Mm-hmm. you know, audit this by an unbiased standard mm-hmm. that would be, but um, there's so many moving pieces, you know, to that, but definitely yeah. needs to be accountability. Yeah. I kind of think it's like some kind of FDIC equivalent, right? I mean, we know we have all this scrutiny of financial transactions and, you know, laundering money laundering. Why don't we scrutinize what's going into the minds and the hearts of children? Yeah, it doesn't make sense. So, all right. Well, Tiffany, it's been wonderful. We're going to come right back and just kind of recap how people can connect with Love Never Fails on a variety of different things we got going on. Um, We'll be right back. And thank you for listening to Love Never Fails Radio. To join in the fight for love, visit loveneverfailsus.com. Don't go away. Love Never Fails Radio will return right after these messages from our sponsors. This is Dr. Miluna Fausch. I am honored to serve on the advisory board of Love Never Fails, where each voice matters as lives are restored. Thank you for your support. Let's face it, you are making a pitch for something every day. Your verbal communication skills are the key to your professional and personal success. My company, Pitch Perfect Presentations, trains executives, management teams, and startups in delivering consistent, effective, engaging presentations to today's diverse audiences to rev up sales, attract clients and fans, and secure funding. Visit PitchPerfectPresentations.com to schedule your complimentary strategy call with me today. That's PitchPerfectPresentations.com, PitchPerfectPresentations.com. Welcome back to Love Never Fails Radio, where you are invited to turn your compassion into action and love those in your midst. Now, here's the host of Love Never Fails Radio, Vanessa Russell. And welcome back to Love Never Fails Radio. We, again, have just been having a wonderful time chatting with Tiffany. Thank you so much for being here with us, Tiffany. We really appreciate it. Thank you for having me. This has been really fun, Vanessa. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, well, um, if you would like to be part of uh, this sort of organic group of folks that is trying to make sure that we're doing some tech for good, we welcome you to reach out. And you can do that by emailing me, Vanessa at loveneverfailsus.com. If you want to be part of the solution, maybe you're a technologist and you're thinking, I've got some technology that I can bring to bear that's going to help solve some of this. Or maybe you have, you know, we, we, there's just so many different things that are needed. Um, just hands and feet showing up with, you know, something to eat, 
showing up with hands to help um, at a community store like Tiffany did or mentoring one of our IT Biz graduates. We have just so many different ways you can get involved. So please do reach out. And you can actually become a volunteer today by reaching out to Felicia. And her, um, you can, uh, her email is F-E-L-I-C-I-A at loveneverfailsus.com. She can get you going in, in pretty quickly now. We've actually fine-tuned that process, so we're excited about that. Yeah, reach out to her and get going. Um, also wanted to make sure that you're aware we are still running our Love Never Fails Strong campaign. As many of you know, I do have some positive news to report. We did have um, an $80,000 shortfall in our cash flow because a uh, few county and city governments owed us $80,000, if you can believe that. Um, we made a plea to some folks there and they moved mountains to actually get us most of our funding. So it was five months owed to us um, and they were able to pull some strings so we didn't have to do anything drastic, um, but we are still owed, you know, a, a, a third of it. So we were waiting for that. But the good news is while we've been doing that, we have been fundraising and you all have been responding. And we would just like to ask you, please continue to help us. Um, we are, I think we're at something like $30,000 that we've raised. Woo woo! And um, we've got 70 to go. Um, and you might be wondering, well, um, you know, what are you guys using that for? Well, namely for our youth house. As many of you know, we opened up our, our girls home last August and it's for girls ages 13 to 17. And we have housed five girls since then. And these are girls that would otherwise have nowhere to go. Um, the girls that they could go back to their parents' home, but they would their parents were not going to be able to support them with the trauma that they had been been through. And so this is where we're, this is a partnership between Love Never Fails and, and families to bring safety and healing to girls who have been impacted by human trafficking early, 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 early intervention. So please help us keep the lights on because this is not a foster home. We don't get funding from the government for this home. So we need your help to keep it open. So come to, to support the work, please come to HTTPS colon forward slash forward slash www.tinyurl.com forward slash LNF strong, LNF strong. And you can also find that on our website, which is loveneverfailsus.com. And then we have just a variety of posts on all of our social media platforms. Speaking of technology, you can go to Love Never Fails fan page for Facebook, our Twitter is Love Never Fails 5. Our Instagram is Love Never Fails Us. And um, we are looking for someone to look after our social media. Um, so if you're interested in helping us do that, we would love your support. Um, and we do have an amazing marketing uh, or uh, an artist that does all of our imagery. But just maintaining our site is really important. All right. Well, that is what we're up to. Um, we do. We're going to have a variety. We're going to be doing a street outreach coming up here for Thanksgiving. We're actually going to go out to San Francisco and we're going to feed people. We're going to bring out um, turkey sandwiches and craisins and, um, and we're going to hand out umbrellas. And so if you want to support that work, um, you can, again, reach out to me, Vanessa at loveneverfailsus.com. We'd love to have you help us. It'll be towards the end of November. Uh, we also are going to have a um, another donor appreciation uh, coffee with Monica. So look out for an email there. 
And um, and then, of course, just want to encourage you to continue to lift us up in prayer. Um, we're doing a lot of really transformative work, and we always need that encouragement, that prayer. If you maybe are a part of a church coalition and you want to join or a church and you want to join our coalition, you can do that by um, reaching out to Tara. And that's T-A-R-A at loveneverfailsus.com. All right. That's what we have. Thank you again, Tiffany, for being on the show. We appreciate you. And of course... <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's so awesome to have you here with us. And so, um, you know, we just want to end our time with all of you letting you know, if you hadn't heard it before, you need to hear it again. We want to make sure that you know that you are left. Thanks for joining us this week on Love Never Fails Radio. We trust that you've been inspired by these stories of hope and love and that you'll accept our challenge to get involved by contacting us at loveneverfailsus.com, by liking and sharing our Facebook page, Facebook slash Love Never Fails Radio, or by making a contribution directly to Love Never Fails. This program is the broadcast outreach of Love Never Fails, which is a donor-supported nonprofit ministry that Vanessa founded as a way of directly impacting the lives of young people who are trapped in or at risk of becoming involved in human trafficking. This broadcast needs your involvement and support. To find out more, simply go to loveneverfailsus.com and click on the radio show link. Today's program was brought to you in part by Case Industries, as well as supporters from Faith Fellowship, New Hope Christian Fellowship, and the International Church of the Foursquare Gospel. On behalf of Vanessa and the whole team at Love Never Fails, thank you for listening, and thank you even more for committing to turn your compassion into action and love those in your midst. General Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.